sir. We wear caps and sleeves at this level, son. Understood? Welcome to another episode of the California Penal League podcast. Uh, This is the podcast about your AL Central leading Cleveland Guardians. uh, As of this moment, a two-game lead over the Twins and White Sox. uh, The surging White Sox, I might add. uh, Your Guardians sitting atop the division at the moment. Uh, Though when you listen to this, um, who knows where they'll be. But as of right now, we're two games up. So um, let's enjoy that. Uh, I'm Steve with me, as always, is Chris and Anthony Fabiano. We are going to talk to you about quite a bit of good things going on with the Guardians. I'm like, we keep texting each other about this throughout the weeks. um, But it just feels like they're just firing at all (laughs) cylinders right now. The offense is still doing the offensive thing. Uh, you know, there's not much new there, I would say. But from a pitching standpoint, oh, my God, has the rotation started to kind of find its groove a little bit. And the bullpen, uh, whether you like to admit it or not, the bullpen has suddenly kind of found a new gear not with James Karinczak back in the fold. not be taking any slanderous so. <clears throat> allegations against Karinczak any longer. On this podcast. Unfortunately, though, he Vancouver. can't attend my, yes, my wedding. There is that small detail. We're going to just overlook yeah. it. And, and, and his political views are a little. Yeah, and I wouldn't be like entirely su- too. But between the white lines. I wouldn't be entirely surprised if we found out that he, if there was a oh, photo don't of him you at the even January, throw that, Don't you even put that Jan- out there. Where he was on don't January 6th, 2021. I'll but. take, I'll, 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 <laughs> no. I'll let him go to a, a rally. I'll let him it go to be, a rally. No, it, but that, dude, that hopefully no. The, the, the guardians will, the guardians will be in like the, uh, the bottom of the eighth about to like win the world series. And, and Manfred will come on the field and just like wave it off as Karen checks getting amped. And it'll show like Tito and the ump and, you know, the uh, the opposing team a photo. And they have to pull Karen check off. The Brian field. Shaw comes out and for the second Brian inning. Shaw comes of, out. Of, for, oh, no. For the second After inning. We just, like, no. Before this recording of this episode, <laughs> we have uh, written off Brian Shaw allowing to come back out for any uh, extended period of time. It, 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 Unless, Unless he's, he's starting, starting. Unless and, he, he's starting. and he can come back out of the bowl or out of the uh, the dugout, but no more, no more of these uh, multi inning appearances for Brian Shaw. And Dude. Eli Morgan needs to get his butt Eli down Morgan to Columbus. Kick rocks too, uh, Jesus. Yeah, I was looking at Eli Morgan's numbers because uh, he just gave up a couple more runs tonight in the nightcap, the doubleheader against the Tigers. This doesn't even include that game but going back to july 23rd that's seven appearances uh six and a third innings um eli morgan's given up eight earned runs so he's got an era of 1137 uh and his batting average is 406 so basically nobody's fooled by the changeup anymore basically every team is just sitting on the changeup um, and I thought this early in the season with Eli Morgan was that I n- I've never seen him as a reliever. I, I I mean he served like a pretty good purpose, but I or I, Not I just don't see him as guy. a late inning I think guy. The I guess part of I mean, the reason they stuck him in the bullpen is because he doesn't have that arsenal of pitches as refined as other prospects. And yeah. they didn't have honestly earlier in the year. They really didn't have much settled. Yeah, I mean, it Classe was Classe and um, That's totally Shaw <laughs> were your probably two known entities. Yeah. I mean, it was like Stefan was struggling. Stefan and Sandlin struggled. Uh, you didn't have Karen check yet. Shaw was doing f- whatever. He was okay. Henches was uh, kind of more trust him in, like, of a long relief guy. And Morgan. De Los Santos wasn't, wasn't doing anything. Morgan either. filled the role nicely. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, I wouldn't. I don't know if I'd. I, I don't want to cut bait on Morgan. Certainly, because and of I like, don't want to cut bait on him either. Season, but I think he but needs to go just down don't put him and in any get more high leverage. Head. 
<laughs> I'm done with them. Fucking hey, we DFA did just DFA a high draft pick today. <laughs> I want all the rookies. I don't care if they're good. Just send them all up. Well, a lot of people yeah. are on that train. I was just about to Cody say, Morris, who's he's been dominating. Gonna he's going to be our 15th yes. uh, major league debut, unless Battenfield gets called back up here. Dude, that's crazy to think that like they're probably going to have close to sixteen. Oh, I, I, I don't think I don't think it's going to just be sixteen. It's insane. I think Bo Naylor might come up. No, because I, I don't yeah, think so. Because the catchers are kind of actually starting to like hit, and and like it's just so it would be so weird. As much as I would love it, it would be hard to just be like, where would you put Bo Naylor and be like. Hey, we're we're like playing for the division. Get in there and just like figure out this pitching staff. You got it. Yeah, you, you got, got it. this. You fucking got it, man. Don't worry about it. I I don't I don't know if that's the case, but like, all right. So Battenfield. I'm gonna go to their roster sure. right now. Um, Give me one moment. Do we get a Logan? Uh, do we get a Logan T. Allen? Setting? Yeah, I mean, you're probably right. Well, you figure later in the season, like there are going to be. There's only more one more I saw, and there's some of those had like, scheduled doubled up. Ser- yeah, we don't yeah, have the that one many more. Twins, that one with the twins, right? In like a month. Yeah, we've twins. Yeah, I mean, there's they're kind of running out of opportunities to. Yeah, do to to like give the younger guys spot starts. I mean, like save for like um, an injury or something. I mean, I'm not Nick, so sure. Nick Enright is I mean, another the bullpen, is another guy you know like um, who's having a decent season. He's a bullpen arm. Um, our trade deadline acquisition of Ian Hamilton. Uh, <laughs> I have a baby. I mean. It's it's real interesting now though with yeah. Savali coming on and looking so I mean granted he's only pitched against the Tigers but like that's okay ten Ks today um it, I mean if he's in like good form you're pretty much set like with with your start with your five starting pitchers I'll tell you what too now that we've now that we're allowed to fantasize about the playoffs a little bit because the Guardians are playing well enough to allow it. You know, you start to look at like a postseason rotation of like mm-hmm. Bieber, McKenzie, and Quantrill. Well, and I started thinking, mm, I started thinking sexy. of taking one more step. Let's I, go with a four guy rotation. You could piggyback, you could piggyback Savali, Savali. and Plesak, I think. I think there's a world that you can do it. Um, because if you get, if Savali I, I gets you could, three to yeah, four, you probably could. I mean, if you, all you're going to ask yeah. Plesak to do is probably get you another two. Especially, yeah, and one yeah. with Shaw, one, one, Tino, <laughs> one with Shaw, <laughs> one third of an inning. <laughs> I think Shaw only sees a playoff game if they're getting the. It. I, I don't know if they put Shaw into a playoff game if they're not. If they're leading, um, I'm not so I sure that it. happens. I mean, I don't know. I could see Tito saying game game one. We're starting Shaw. Well, Bieber, if the playoff you know, started today. I, come in, I think we faced Tampa. Oh. Home yeah, field for three do. games against Tampa. We get home, home field, which would be a nice weekend series. The uh, you guys MLB playoffs just came. Well, wait, no, uh, don't they schedule today? No, unless wouldn't well, it be I mean, Seattle? I, I was looking before today's. Wouldn't it be C- games? Hold on, hold up. The division, the the, the third division yes. plays the worst wild card, right? It might have yeah, changed because the based now. on today's. Yeah, outcomes. Seattle at the moment. Okay. Well, it's oh, yeah, all they're all oh, tied. Yeah, yeah. Tampa they're all tied. Okay. It is. Yep, they're all it tied. It is a clusterfuck yes, right I'm looking now. at it now. So yeah. Tampa was earlier this afternoon we would have been facing. So now it is Seattle. So now it's Seattle. It could, yeah. Tomorrow it could be Toronto, whatever. How great though. I, do you guys how like jazz though are you guys for like that they set all those wild card game the wild card series oh, for that baby. October 789? I uh, my uh, weekend wife series is like on oh, high oh, alert. We're going to just get like a I can't beautiful no plans. Weekend. I'm I shall be gonna, like, yep. Do not. I was going to call me. you ahead of time. Do not talk to, to me. Maybe a game, but that's that's the route you're taking. Maybe. Well, that's. I mean, maybe get the old Bovado I mean, yes. app out. We're not allowed to in Ohio parlays. just yet. 
Oh, just wildcard weekend. Get no, your beak wet. When you cash out that hundred dollar, I have to go check, to the Bahamas. You have to, to go cash to out? the bank because you can't do it through the ATM. No, you can do it inside the bank, but I tried to do it a uh, <laughs> at the ATM and it would not work. So. Or I could just drive an hour to Erie and uh, go across straight I, lines and just not mess with. That's true. Yeah, just that nonsense. Do that. Yeah. But uh, but it's good. It's it's. I think I saw, and this is my unofficial uh, remembering of it. But I think I saw that forty of like the forty eight games left entering today. Yes. Thirty. Yeah, of they them talked about that on the broadcast were at today. Home. Yep. Yes. So. Yes, thirty of their last forty eight are at home. That's pretty mm-hmm. incredible, and they played well. They've at actually home this played year. really well. In the I mean, road they too. really. They have one of the better I, road records. They don't get I, I, the thing is like they just play really solid. I, I think it's like they're actually over five hundred away too. So they're yeah. thirty two and thirty one uh, on the road. On the road. So I mean, it's like in, it's really oversimplifying of, things. I was just saying, in spite of how bad the division supposedly is, we have a. a over 500 record again. Mm-hmm. We have a winning there's record only, against teams that are over 500. There's only four teams with a better like record against good clubs teams. over 500. I believe it's the two New York teams, the Dodgers, and I thought the Astros. You know what's funny, sense, too? Yeah. What's funny, too, is when I look at the divisions, the AL Central now yeah. has. Three teams over five hundred. Where and there are the AL West has only two, the NL Central only has two, and the NL West only has two. Everybody likes Central to dunk on the bad. AL Central. We just don't have but a like, team. And to be fair, if this Guardians team, like we've been, our lineup has been so goddamn crazy. It's changed so so much. I mean, we're like 10 games behind the Astros and the Yankees. But, like, if you have a semi-decent start, like a, like a much better start, this team's only like four or five games back from, you know, these two teams that have just been, you know, uh, destroying everybody and, and let's in just the AL for like further. Like, if we had probably, I'm going to say three positions. If we had three positions that didn't have the injuries and, and some rough patches this season, we we close the gap on that number two. And those are not to beat a dead horse already only, you know, 10 minutes into this episode, but Savali and Plesak, if those guys are a little bit more on their games earlier in the season, Mm -hmm. there's a handful more wins. And if Fran Reyes would have been what we all hoped and dreamed he would have been. That's worth another couple wins. Yes, that's true. Miles Straw had a really yeah. rough beginning of the year, like a, a bunch of guys. Also, the the weather, the amount of double headers we had to play, where we just roll out a garbage how lineup. Many times, game two, how many which times? How like many times? Some th- random. Pilkington and uh, Kirk McCarty to the Wolves. Oh my, dude! Mm-hmm. I know. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Good luck, guys. Like I think they did against. I think we threw twice, Kirk McCarty think, out there against the Yankees earlier in the year. <laughs> <laughs> that poor bastard and, that poor i mean bastard. and what sucks about that is like we we honestly should probably be up by like six or seven games in this division and and the good thing is we're hitting our stride and we have so many games left against the white Sox and twins majority of them are at home and we have the good fortune of being able to play a bunch of the other wildcard teams which is exciting and we yep. have some bad teams coming for extended periods as well so we have we have every opportunity now. If this team plays the way they're capable of, of just sealing this, it's not like we have a bunch of games against the like a weird West Coast swing against the Dodgers and a weird swing against you know the Red Sox who always just tend to just destroy our our hopes and dreams or an extended series against maybe like the Mets and the Yankees where we get to play them six games over the course of seven days. Like we thankfully have a a good schedule against teams that we can like take games, uh, gain games on. And all those teams in the AL East mm-hmm. are, they're going to be playing each other a lot more down the stretch. So good luck guys. Right. Yeah. It's, I mean, gosh, it's the AL 
race is very compelling. Whereas the NL so fun. wild card, I couldn't really give less of a shit about because it's all essentially like you mean to tell me at this point. You mean like, to tell me that you're not aside, like on bated breath to see if the Diamondbacks can make up the ten games out that they are for that final wild card spot? Yeah, or like, I mean, do you, it's like. Do I really think Milwaukee, even if they're only two games behind, do I really think Milwaukee's going to like catch the well, Padres? Well, maybe. No, for the wild maybe. card. Maybe. If is, Juan Soto tests positive for some PEDs, then the Padres will just fall out. <sighs> there, yeah. There's a little drama with that final wild card spot. Yeah. With the Mariners yeah. being I mean, right there with the Phillies. Was, I, I caught a game out in Philadelphia this year, and it was. Right in the midst when they were kind of, uh, they had just fired Joe Girardi the day before. Was it the day before? It was either the day before I got there or the day after I left. I was right around that time. Yes, I know. And they're pissing and moaning on the radio out there. Ah, Phillies can't do anything, yada, yada, yada. I was going to say, were the Philly fans the most? Actually, they were quite quite nice. I mean, the the interaction I had, I I think half of them were half of them. Um, but you know, like after that game, after that series again, it was against the uh, the Angels. I kind of kept an eye on them, and it's like, what was everybody pissing and moaning about? Like, you guys are winning ball games, and you're freaking in the wild card hunt now. Sorry that the yeah, well they they went on like a tear. They did. I mean, that yeah, they were pretty shitty I, I there for that, a that bit. Team's and way then, too talented to uh, be to obviously they been, fired Girardi you know, floating around five hundred. Like I totally get that. You know, maybe the the kick in the butt was Joe Girardi getting. Well, ended. I was surprised the Phillies. I, I've. I mean, man, hey, you know, it's, yeah. it happened with the yeah. Blue Jays too when they got rid of Montoya. They they axed him and like went on a, a until nice we run, went so up like, there and dashed their hopes again. It's one of those weekend. instances where it's like. That was such a great series. That was a good series too, man. It, you know what's funny is like, you know you've got the, you know you've got a good team, and you know you've got something special brewing when like you have a series like that against the Blue Jays on the road, <laughs> and at no point do they look overmatched. Oh my god! They they took it to them that entire series, and if like it's like okay, so you lose one of the games. Yep. What was the second game? Yep. Two to one, they lost. Um, it was a one run Mc- game, yeah. Mackenzie gave up two solo home runs. It's like they there isn't a series. Just, it, it was the same with Houston. It's like those first two games that, they got their ass annihilated, but then those second two games, I was you, just you about to see it. You know, reference that Houston series because after those first two games, you're like, oh boy, is this where? Is this the spot? Is this the beginning of the spiral? <laughs> this is the spiral. And Never mind. You know, the next two games, it's like, no. Yes, Houston is, is, is an exceptional team, but we can hold our own. And that, to me, was a big turning point. I don't think we mentioned that last, epi- yeah. uh, last episode we recorded, but that was a very big and telling turning point um, that I think no, no, the moment never looks too big um, for them. And like, and and the funny thing is, like the way that the offense is structured, the the way the lineup is structured is that more so than ever. I mean, more so than maybe aside from like sixteen and seventeen, this lineup truly makes you think mm-hmm. it, they're in every game because of the way they work counts, the way they get on base. There's never; it's rare to see them. You know, it happens like yeah. they get, you know, they'll get shut down for a game or something like it, it. It happens. But like top to bottom, this lineup keeps them in every game. And like they tattooed Gaussman in, Tor- in Toronto for his worst outing of the year. Um, And they've been doing that here and there over the season. So like it, it just it, it really just feels like. If it let you know down the stretch and into the playoffs, it's like all of a sudden you start to look at this team and you're like, you know, they can actually hang with like anyone They're now that like, things with, are starting to click. This starting pitching, I think, is like definitely been the key. They've been getting ahead in games and not having to like 
come all the way mm-hmm. back. And you're just getting consistency. Yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm so pumped when I look at the lineups when they come in every day. And I'm like, ooh, one through seven is pretty tasty. And our mm-hmm. catches are starting to hit. And having Miles Straw in the nine spot, okay, cool. Like, yeah. <laughs> like, I'll take – yeah, I, I've had him – he was our leadoff hitter yeah. to start the year. Like, I'll take him in the nine yes. spot. Right. Yeah, and, and like, uh, if he does anything offensively the rest of the year, I'll take it because his defense they, – they have, like, between – Stephen Kwan and Miles no, Straw, they have like the best um, defensive outfield in the American League. Well, from a run save standpoint, I just saw somebody tweet Houston is number one, Detroit's number two, we are three. Yeah, I'm I didn't realize Detroit, Detroit has such a great bullpen. And then here I am driving around the other day, and uh, you know, they were talking about it on the radio, and they're like, Yeah, Hamilton's like, Yeah, Detroit's bullpen is uh you know, third third in the AL. I was like, what? Since when? Especially since it's been like, yes. it's been like taxed all year. I'll say this. Okay, so this is going to be, we, we obviously we still have 46 games to go. If this team can get into the playoffs and get through that first round, I think they are, a really hard out for the Astros and Yankees. Like I think they could win the pennant because the Astros Boy, are getting some I, bad injuries. Uh, mm-hmm. Brantley unfortunately is out for the year. The Yankees suddenly just like can't score any runs or pitch, and they just get off to or pitch. They have like a they, they have like a four seventy six team ERA since the All Star break. Yeah, yeah, it's pretty. I, I I I don't know. I. It, Sometimes when you have a team that's just so young and they don't know any better, they don't, they don't know like the pressure of the moment. They're just like, Hey, fuck it. Like we have the most come from behind victories in late innings. They have a great leader who's been to the world series in Jose. They have the ultimate manager for the moment, like, and a great Dude. pitching rotation. Like it's, I, I don't, something magic could happen. Like it could it, it, I, do, yeah. you know, the thing is like, Houston would be do you want to you want to win the division because you don't want to face Houston until the last possible point that Correct. you would need yes. to you want Houston um, to get some bad uh, you want a, a weirdo like they lose in five that divisional round is always so tricky to get through yeah I yeah you want to tr- yeah because like a lot can happen very quickly in like that five game series whereas you get a little more room to breathe in the seven game I, Houston is interesting. I mean, God, they're good. I mean, with Verlander and the rest of that rotation, that would be a huge, tall order. But but in a playoff series, a lineup like the Guardians, if they make Verlander throw, let's say, 50 pitches in like three innings, all of a sudden it's like, oh, wait a minute. Let's get Especially into that bullpen. If they can quick, score two runs, you know, and two, three then runs over the course of a long then, series. Uh, frame. Yeah. Yeah. I, I here's the funny thing is like we won't know until it happens. It may not happen this year. Who knows? I mean, mm-hmm. you just who the hell knows how it'll shake out. But like what's exciting is that it, it's a complete unknown at this point. You know, the Bieber hasn't pitched all that great in the playoffs that he's been in um but you you just don't know it's cool because like you don't know Mm -hmm. it's not like we're like hanging on to the last gasp of like the old guard and this is the last chance the guardians can make it it this is like i know it's the best this is like hey you don't know like you you don't know how these guys could play in the postseason if they made it um and and that is exciting also like i i i who wants to see the Twins or the White Sox? Like those teams are really fucking boring. I I don't know. I mean, obviously, I know I'm partial because I'm a, a Guardians it's fan. Tim Anderson's not like, going to be playing for the White Sox. I want nothing to do with them. <laughs> I mean, like I those teams yeah, are nothing for me. The Twins have just been like garbage in the playoffs. The last what seven series, eight series. I They've lost it's like 18? an absurd amount in a row because they just get it's swept crazy. by the Yankees every. Jesus Christ. Yeah, I think you're right. Um the uh the t- I, I feel like the twins and White Sox will get waxed in a postseason. I agree. I, I, I don't sense them as and I'm not saying the Guardians necessarily are, 
but I don't sense them as like much of a threat to like the Yankees or uh, Astros. Whereas like Seattle and Toronto could give Houston and the Yankees a run for their money. I would think Um, Seattle's got some damn good pitching and Toronto. I'm excited for Seattle. I hope we don't play them. If we get in, I hope we don't play them in the first round, but that would be, I mean, yeah, I don't want to like, I don't want to have, I would hate to have to be like the curse for Seattle fans. Cause like back in the nineties, they had those like incredible like, teams no. and the Indians just no, like, that's cute. I know. shut the door on them. <laughs> no, you don't. <laughs> no, you don't. Uh, I'd hate to have to do that to them again. Um, I would, I would like to not be like some other teams because we're, it's kind of like that with the blue Jays too. It's like, it's kind of funny that Cleveland is sort of this like looming ghost for both Toronto I know. And Seattle at this point. It's nice being on the other end. <laughs> I mean, I look, I'm I'm it's I it's okay. Yeah, it's all right. And and I'm in like good spirits with like all the possibilities of the postseason. And, you know, I'll be so utterly depressed when we get to end of October and we are like staring down a Houston St. Louis World Series, and I'm just gonna oh, yeah. throw up. Well, it's a good thing that, by that I would point, take. We'll be I would in November, love, actually, Fabs, and the NBA season will have uh, started. So true. our Cavaliers will be back. Oh my God! Yes. Yeah. Oh my 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 kiddos, um, my kids. I can't wait for my kids to come back. I love. I, them I so gotta much. say, I, I do have to say, I would be like. <sighs> This might be terrible to say, but if the Guardians don't make it, I kind of would be into like an, another Subway Series, Mets. Oh, Yankees I'd be World in, Series. I would totally be. I'd be rooting for the Mets, baby. Like even that'd if they be, got that'd be a lot of fun. Smiles. That would be their fans fun. are their their fans are suicidal <laughs> Jets fans, and I they need they need something good in their like, lives. Suicidal Jets I like fans. Some, I yes. like the, I just like the thought of just getting like double the amount of like. Yeah, getting yeah, getting double the amount of like psycho New York fans. Like I get it in both. I get it on both sides. I, just like grease ball. My, I would. Oh my sweaty. god, I would love that. And just like the, just to see the Mets fans have something to duck, dunk dunk yeah. on this generation of Yankee fans would be oh, that would incredible. Be, that would be incredible. Yeah, yeah. Because I see a lot of I see a lot of Yankees fans on Twitter like getting so like utterly pissed where they're like. Oh fucking Brian Cashman, man! He's every year. He's like, we're gonna make some big moves, and what does he do? And like, it's like, well, I mean, I don't know. You went and won like seventy games before the All Star break, and you picked up like Frankie Montas, who I think has been getting shelled. But like, yeah, like well, now you, now the big thing is that they want the kids to what's play. The problem there, here, man. Yeah. Oh yeah, call up that uh, Anthony Volpe or whatever. Yeah, give you me know, Dominguez yeah. now. I don't care yeah. that he can't drink. Uh huh. Well, they're gonna they're gonna get a rude. They're gonna yeah they're gonna get a rude awakening with that when like they let Aaron Judge walk and they're like cool let's let some of the young guys just play. Let a like, Wait a minute, dude, walk. Oh shit! I did. I did not realize yeah. Judge was on the pace he was on. Without and as much as I am a, it's like uh, pretty amazing. Staunch anti Yankees fan, I am kind of pulling for that. Just just. Oh, I mean, I'm going to root for them to lose yeah. every game three to yeah. two, but him to hit two solo home runs. Also, I do like the thought of him sticking it to the team and being like, I'm going to hit 70 home runs and I'm out because you. And he goes to the Mets. Me. Oh, see, I was going yeah. to the say Mets. he goes to like a more just like poverty franchise and he, and he shocks the world. No, no, no. That would, that would shock me. Even in this scenario, I was going to say the Marlins, um, but oh my god, no man, no way. He maybe oh. the Reds. The Reds would be interesting because not because he would ever hit probably him, like but he would hit so many home runs in that stadium. Actually, you know who would take him? Like the Rockies or something. Oh, the or, Rangers. Yeah, or, the Rangers. Yeah, that'd if be the Rockies run. were like, well, f it, we're just going to go. We're just gonna go, Chris Bryant, Aaron Judge. Like, we're just gonna try. <laughs> the and Rangers could be another 11. one. They're like, hey, we yeah, spent a no lot of money this past off season. Let's spend a little bit more, and that's what's gonna put us over the hump. Yep. 
Yeah, no pitching. Where are his, but what do you think are his like top? Because I feel like he's not going to just be like, I'm going to go to the shittiest team possible. But like, I, I the Dodgers, I don't well, think they have Boston, the money. To, I think Boston. Boston could, well, no, because okay. Boston can't do it because they got to they got to resign yeah. Bogarts and Devers. Yeah, dude, they they like they let Mookie walk. Like, um, they're not going to they, freaking do yeah, that. They have the it, money. Honestly, the Dodgers. It's going to be as a California Padres, kid. Though, like, it's going to so, it's going to be a out. team like. The Los Angeles Angels of Anaheim. Angels of Anaheim. Angels. <laughs> <laughs> no, Giants? I think they might finally be wising up a little bit, but I can't say for certain. I, I, I feel like it's going to be like 23 payroll. Well, it's going to be one of those surprising things like the Mariners when they signed Cano, when it was like, what the hell is this? Like a 10 year yeah, wasn't Cano like 31 at the time deal too? or something like that. Like, yeah, and it was like I could see that. Yeah, near I could see that. Um, so what's going on here? I could see a team oh, being like, "We're on the cusp," and like, we need somebody. The Diamondbacks. Okay, so they're at like ninety six. Ninety six. The Giants okay. are at so ninety six for hey. next year. Yeah, the Giants don't like guys under the age of twenty eight either. So I mean, he tracks there. Um. Yeah, they're consistently they rolling are. out dudes that are 36 years old. I don't, I, yeah. The two teams. <laughs> we'll take your moldy oldies. Yeah. I mean, also, the Giants are good, too. I mean, their jerseys are amazing. That stadium's super cool. That would be yeah, a lot of fun. home runs into the Cove. But also, also, I mean, they're like a 500 team. Like, he, he's not going to a like terrible team. And they always just, like, randomly pop up and are a playoff team. They're a well-run organization too. They they like, are. I'm. I'm. Oh, they're not a complete. They're not the shambles. You know. They're not I'm rooting for the Giants shambles. or the Mets. Oh, the God, Mets are the so chaos awesome. one that I would just love. The Yankees fans would just the Mets beat them in the World <laughs> Series and then they get judged. Now that is a storyline. <laughs> Sign me up for that. Um, oh, it'd be incredible. Yeah, that'd be that'd be a lot of fun. Let me ask you guys a question really quick. Let me ask you guys. No, I will not make out with you. Stop question. asking um, us. I love it. Do it. Okay. I will. Fair enough. I'll never stop asking. Because eventually <laughs> you'll relent. Um, do you... I, I I feel like this... I feel like it, it is like it could happen. But like... Do you, do you think... Do you think Bieber resigns here? I'm starting to think it's a possibility. I think it's a possibility. Especially with I'm the like, minority owner coming in. And the I'm youth movement. To, like I think they have I definitely think yeah I'm letting myself think it might be more real okay, than Okay so so since we're all we're past, all in agreement but... let me throw out this caveat now So we have them for two more years of arbitration right two, Yeah two more two more years after this a, a deal that he would sign in the off season I've been saying I I was thinking 3 3 years you know the next two years of arbitration and by that that first free agent year. I still stand by that. I still stand oh, okay. by that. Do you think if he were to re-sign, it would be more than just one year of free agents free agency, excuse me? I'm thinking it's gonna like, have to it be would more. be like He's it would be like two years of arbitration. Oh, okay. So you're thinking like a five agency. year. Yeah. Like I'm I, thinking, like if you went to him and were like twenty five okay. a year, I could or see them for five showing years, up yeah. that kind of money. Because that 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 a lot of that because money comes off the books him, by the time you have to start paying a lot of these younger guys too. Right. Yeah. And, and he's, because, he's the him and yeah. Ramirez would be those two bridges sense. on both the pitching staff and the. The lineup where totally. it's like you gotta have a you gotta have you can't be twenty four average age in everything forever. yeah yeah and because he's he wouldn't probably do a two years of arbitration in free agency because that puts him at sure. thirty which yeah. is a funky year to be a free agent as a pitcher and so like he's like if you give him the five years thirty two especially if he wins another Cy Young and you know then he, he could probably get like a four to five year deal after that team to be like yeah. He's won two Cy Youngs. We're going to give him $30 million a year through age 37. And the Guardians 
are like, nope. Thank you for good. your services. 32, we got some other guys. Like, yeah. thank mm-hmm. you. Okay. We love you. You're talking me into it. I just, uh, it's interesting. He's, he's an interesting case, man. It's like, it's, it's like, I know in the Toronto game on Sunday, he ticked his, uh, fastball up another couple miles an hour to where he was like throwing like 93, 94, um, which is exciting, but he's an interesting case in that it's like, he's already had one shoulder injury. He's not throwing as hard as he used to. And he's openly admitted that he's like been trying to change his mechanics in the season. So like, there's some element of like what I would argue of of uncertainty, even on his side, where like he might say like you know stick with what I know. Yeah, I'm gonna and yet like all of his like guaranteed right, money and, and is is the best all his money. numbers are still so good. Like his expected batting average is like I think like the highest it's been, but he's not walking anybody. Um, he's not striking out dudes a ton as like he used to, but like oh well. Um, his FIP is still like. 280 290 or something like that like all of the numbers for a guy who like doesn't throw hard as hard anymore and like is just sort of like being like i don't feel all that great telling you man it's just like weird that it's like still working telling you maddox really well baby like the talent is i mean the thing is like they talk about with him though is like he has so much movement on his pitches that even if it's like 93, it's so hard to hit. Like the guy, uh, who was our, our guy today? Yeah, his, sorry. his debut. Um, oh, Xavier. Yeah. He, if he can develop so he, his changeup or his curveball was sick, I, I, that was pretty nasty. Yeah. He, got, he has to develop some movement on that fastball. I mean, it, he had a decent outing, um, but, you know, like Bieber has thing, so much movement on his pitchers. On his pitches. Yeah. That big thing with the big thing with mm-hmm. Curry is that he has a great control. And so he like can just like pound the strike zone, but like yeah, it's like if you just start throwing up fat, you he know, start some balls. strikes. Yeah. Um, also, I mean, I gotta say today's uh, home plane up was like wildly inconsistent on those uh, on the uh, the the outside corners. Yeah. What 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 else is new? You know. I know it was uh, pretty frustrating, but um, I mean, so like it, I would say the the. The epic offseason would be an extension of Bieber, Jimenez, Naylor, and Quantrill. If you got those four, oh my God, I would just, I, I would lose my, now, I would start getting the, na- the, the Jimenez the C one. logos all over my face. <laughs> yeah. The Jimenez one it. is one that you could start to, <clears throat> you could start to convince me on because I was looking at the WRC plus of every player in baseball. And Jose Ramirez is 11th at a 149 WRC plus, which is quite wonderful. Um, and now that I look at it in our dynasty league, Chris, if I had never <laughs> just dumped Austin Riley a couple of years ago, I'd have the top, I'd have three of the top 11 uh, WRC pluses, but I digress. Um, the 14th guy on that list with a 146 WRC plus is Andres Jimenez. Are you um, telling me I have two of the top 14? That's all of baseball? That's all of baseball. Jesus. You have two of the top 14 WRC nice. pluses in all of the game. Um, Ramirez, you'd expect to be there, but Jimenez, even if he's even with him hitting 300, it's like, yeah, what a season. I mean, where would you be? It's great that like the trade worked out for both sides, but like, imagine where they'd be if like Rosario and Jimenez weren't contributing the way Ooh, yeah that they were they'd be so screwed like the tigers this team would be like yeah. in the dumps i mean you'd be i mean certainly we wouldn't be we'd be talking about just like whatever the hell's going on next year i mean like what do we do here because it's like because then you'd be in like you'd be like well owen miller didn't work ernie clement's not working god i hope tyler freeman is something um like, I mean, it would, would be Ari- desperate yeah you'd have already up here. here he'd already be up here yeah, I'll tell you what though. Uh, I mean, we talk about it all the time. A, a part of me is like, I'm. I don't he's know. Turning he, he's turning it around. He has average. been turning it around the last month in Columbus. Um, yeah, highest, so I, highest trade value he'll ever. I have, definitely baby. think he, he might out. get moved this off season. Yeah, like, I mean, we've, but like we've said, I wouldn't be surprised if they extend Ahmed. 
which I really would be very interested in that as well, because they've only got him through next year in arbitration. Mm -hmm. Uh, I don't know how you don't look at him being the fact that he's like only 26, huge clubhouse guy is willing to play multiple positions. You could go to him. It's like, look, man, uh, I, I think we've talked about it before, like seven to 10 a year or something like that. Um, you know, you're, you're not, if you're not like the core core, Cog, you're yeah. a vital member of the yeah. team. Yeah. And I think you know? that's so, a guy, he's a guy I would probably, yeah, I mean, go, that's the funny, I mean, I don't think I would go super long-term with just because of everything that is in the system. Two, three more, more years, years at most. Two yeah. more years past. Yeah, I do two more, two more years. Yeah, give him three sure. years, thirty million. Yeah, I guess you know some something like that. I mean, um, that's the thing. I like so many like of our pieces. I, I, I really am only looking at free yeah. agency, or I mean, yeah, free agency or trading for bullpen. Bullpen, maybe a starter, but like even starter, you're just buying a year until you're going to bring up Espino or Williams and, and start seeing what those guys are made of. Especially if Savali's back, then you have four of your rotation completely set for next year. That's why I mean the yeah the stretch I'd be curious. The stretches would be huge for I mean, Savali. And Plesek, to be completely honest, too. Yeah. And Plesek. Yeah, those guys it's this is audition time for next year. Uh I mean, we there's enough of a book on both those guys now. And now that they're pitching in high leverage situations, there's enough of a book to say whether or not they would be part of the future moving forward. Like you, you have, a it wouldn't be the end of the, I was gonna say it wouldn't be the end of the, the world. If we broke camp with both of them, I would be shocked if one doesn't get traded. I, 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 I could I, see I don't know if I one would. getting traded in the off. I, I don't know if I would because. And then. Yeah. Police X got the, and then I, I could sure. see what they would. So in, in this hypothetical, Follow me, if you will. Um, we, we get a little bit of an extended look at some of these other guys at the fifth spot. And heck, maybe even like a sixth starter for the first couple weeks of the season, too. Um, and then by that point, you know, then, yeah. then it's time to, okay, well, this guy's working out. This guy's not. Let's send him back to Columbus, whatever the case may be. And then maybe at that point, it's, okay, let's let's bring up a Espino. Let's bring up Williams, you know? The hard thing too is like it's like, okay, let's say they let's say they moved on from Plesak in the offseason. It's like, okay, who who breaks camp? Is it Peyton Battenfield? Is it Cody Morris? Is it Xavier Curry? Well, it's and like I, and I think they're gonna need it. I think Gattis they're going to need to you know almost offset that to create at least one spot. Yeah, I think Curry has to be Curry's World Five eligible too. Uh, I think he needs to be on the forty man. Believe there, I believe that's so. That, there's that. That sounds correct. That I haven't well. looked at that. Hundred percent. He would get he'd get plunk plucked so 100%. fast. Like you, you have to have him on the forty man if you don't. Unless you were to and, trade. I mean, he, I mean, unless you were considering he, moving him. He looked good today. Um, you know, the velocity wasn't as wasn't as high as I thought it would be. Um, I think I saw him top out around ninety five, but I thought he sat. I thought he oh, usually. Still, I thought he sat he at ninety five like and would hit ninety six, ninety seven. He was sitting at ninety two, ninety three, and hit ninety five once or twice that I that I saw. Um, but he's another guy that could. Yeah, but he's another still guy that could heat. slide into the bullpen too. Dude, well, that's the thing. Yeah, you throw him in the bullpen and, like, say, up that to, like, yeah. 97. You know, start just whipping it in there for one inning yeah. with, like, a pretty decent slider. It's like, okay. I mean, I definitely think he's got right. a role on the team someplace. Well, that's the thing, too, is, like, it, it's like him and Cody Morris. It's like if Cody Morris isn't a starter, he could yeah. certainly be a, a bullpen arm. Um, I know they've they've – that's been like thrown around. I think they're there. working so, like, him back. I think Cody Morris is being worked it's like back like in a bullpen like role, so he can progress quicker. Mm -hmm. 
Yeah. I mean, that's, I mean, the, but that, the, just the, the yeah. possibilities of like Morris Curry and Plesak, as you just like throw them in the bullpen for the postseason, or throw two of them in the bullpen for the postseason. And, you know, you, well, your bullpen next year could look, oh, yes, very tasty. If, oh, my like, God. Yeah. I mean, good Lord. I mean, because next season, you, you know, your, your solidified options are Stefan, uh, Karen Shack, and Class A. And yeah, Brian Shaw is coming back. Don't you well, write off Brian Shaw just yet, Shaw. my friend. <laughs> and if you want Tino back, if you want Tino back, quote unquote team option. But we really know that know what that means. If Terry wants, like Fabs just said, if Terry wants to come back, that team option's getting picked up, baby. That's right. Owen Miller and Brian Shaw will be on this team if Tito. Hundred percent. Hundred percent. And Owen Miller, yeah, I I could I can very I easily I, make the argument for, and justify and justification for. Oh yeah, no, I'm fine with it. But just some of the um, some oh, of the like yeah, Owen I'm, Miller is DHing today. Oh, um, yeah, I'm, I'm kind of done with that. Why? I mean, like we said last episode, now that we got rid of Reyes, we have so many options at the DH spot, whether it be Benson, Nolan, Naylor. Uh, you know, give a guy a day off, uh, Rosario, uh, uh, Jose, you know, it's kind of nice. It's kind of nice in that sense. I love it. Yeah. Oh, I mean, it's great. Fran Mill Reyes watch, by I know the he way, has one he, home run. Last I checked had, he was hitting 375 in like 17 at bats. But he also had six strikeouts in those seventeen at bats. Okay, so I was like, okay, you know who else got off right. to a really hot start? Attracts. And he had the one homer. Yeah, he did. <laughs> Back in April. Um, Back in April. <laughs> I was gonna say uh, Bradley Zimmer, and then I had to check myself because he didn't. Um... No, he just got DFA. Saw the roster in Toronto. He just got DFA. Oh, he no. did. Maybe we can yeah. scoop him up. Yeah, and his 107 don't, batting don't average. Jesus oh, Christ. Poor... Man. Ugh. Yeah. That ship that, has that's sailed. Officially, he's officially cooked. <laughs> Actually, <laughs> fun fun little exercise. Oh, my goodness. Um, I, I guess it's not really an exercise. Uh, hypothetical. He ends up in Pittsburgh. And Pittsburgh... Last game of the season, rolls out an outfield of starting outfield that is of Zimmer, Greg Allen, and Ben Gamble, the all the all ex Indian outfield ben Gamble. <laughs> in Pittsburgh. Well, it's a real bummer that they dumped yeah, you, Chan. Yeah, they could have had who, by the way, I think I think just let off a game. For the race. He was at the top of their lineup. I caught a game of theirs, I thought, over the weekend. I thought he was at the close to the top of the lineup. Mm-hmm. Well, here's the here's the, the funny thing about uh, him, Yu Chang. And there's yeah. something I want to ask you, Chris, real quick from your notes as our sort of final thing. But with the Rays, Yu Chang's hitting 286, man. With a 328 on base. Um. He's got 56 at bats and he's got 16 hits, couple homers, like only I mean he's got 19 strikeouts so that's pretty high. Um but like he is actually well, doing it I mean, for the Rays right. You now. know why? The usual I'll say Rays, you know why. Rays I mean, reclamation he's, project. He's down in Tampa. He's hanging out with Corey Kluber again. Um he's hanging out with uh, Yandy Diaz, Harold Ramirez, um, uh, yeah, Big H. There was a couple other names. Oh, Mejia, Francisco Mejia is Joey down Wendell's there as well. There um, <laughs> yeah. Stevie Janowski yeah. is setting I mean, up some pussy appointments for them. That's right. Sean Armstrong. Um, Sean Armstrong <laughs> isn't is no wait. And JP Firesend isn't he? I wasn't he also? That. Or was he from the Yankees? 
No, J.P. Fireson, wasn't he in, or, hold on, this is, yeah, J.P. Fireson came from, okay, he was drafted by the Indians, yes, so he was in the Andrew Miller trade, I believe, um, yes, so, he's so, also in the mix, yes, so he, J.P. Fireson was, Traded by the Indians uh, for Andrew Miller, along with Justice Sheffield, Ben Heller, Jackson. Oh, oh, I forgot. Yeah, Clint Frazier is going by Jackson now. What team is he on? Where did he remember on? that? Is he with the Cubs now too? Still Cubs. Yeah, but he is hitting two six two one six. Bring him back, so. baby. Bring him back. Not that he has a ton of. <laughs> Let's go. He's got three fifty six wow. on base. Take it. Um, all right, real quick, real quick, Chris. What is this beautiful little chart you have here in, in our notes? You would ask. So yes. let's get let's get to this. All right. Spicy so ball. I I laid this Easter egg out in an earlier episode this this season. Um, probably very prematurely. Um, and this is still very premature to compare the two players in this chart. I got player A and player B. And now, um, you know, both of these guys are, are guys who project over a 162 game schedule by baseball reference to have 90 plus runs. Uh, the one hits over 200 hits. Uh, the other, you know, run 175, 30 plus doubles six triples, uh, less than 10 home runs. The RBIs, there's a gap, um, 76 to 47, about 20 stolen bases for each. Batting averages, uh, both don't strike out a, a lot either. Batting averages, uh, the one is a, a, a 338, the other is a 295. Um, and, and again, these are, these are averages based on what they've done in the big leagues projected over 162 game schedule for each. Um, do you guys want to take any guesses okay. at who those players may be before I dive into it? One is are one player on, is our, on team? our team. Okay. One uh, can oh. you tell us the team the other no, players are? Are these, is this Michael Brantley and Stephen Kwan? You have half of that equation, right? Okay. So I think Correct. he has Stephen, we do. Stephen Kwan. It is not Michael Brantley. I'll hmm. let you know that the other individual had a 20-year <sighs> major league career. Is this... Well, it can't be. It's not Kenneth Lofton. It is an outfielder. No, he never. Is it an outfielder? Hall of Fame outfielder. He never had. So, yeah. Well, you, I'll give you one um, more guess. Gosh, um, I don't know. I don't know. I'm going to be blown away when you tell me. Player A is Tony Gwynn. Player B oh. is Stephen Kwan. Okay. Now looking at okay, yeah, the strikeout, the strikeout number. I was like, this is I, this is somebody. So yes, that makes sense. I threw it out there. I, I believe earlier, if not on the episode, I definitely know I threw it out just to you guys. You know, in a text or or before recording an episode, saying you know, wow, you know, if Stephen Kwan had a Tony Gwynn like career. We would all be very blown Hall of Fame career. Well, as the seasons progressed, what? I've I've been keeping would an you eye on your life. Would you? And the numbers are very very similar. Now yeah. again, Stephen Kwan's played just over a hundred games, and Tony Gwynn played twenty seasons. Yeah. But was was Tony Gwynn a leadoff hitter? I don't believe so. Because the RBI. 
the are the biggest difference you see is well, obviously strikeouts. Yeah, like. Tony Gwynn never struck out to anybody. No, I would. Uh, there's, yeah. there's those crazy facts about his striking out. Uh, but the RBI difference, I think, you know, Stephen Kwan sure. being in the one spot, yeah. definitely that impacts it. Would you bet your life on, would you bet your life right now on Stephen Kwan getting 3,000 hits in his career? No. No, I would not. Um <laughs> If I was told he, if I was told he was, if he, if I was told he would have fifteen fully healthy years, I would. Oh, man, even fifteen could be dicey. I mean, that put him because that that put be, him pretty close. Well, I'm, I'm assuming I'm assuming he's gonna. I'm, yeah. I'm assuming he's gonna have fifteen full years, and I'm assuming we're, we're gonna get another two to three well, years of so, like decent health. Or some Dude, kind of help. So sign your life away right now. Bet on it. The one thing that I did oh, do no. today that I didn't include in this chart, Tony Gwynn's first two seasons of pro ball played something like 50 games one season and like 89 the next. So he had like 140 some okay. games um, over the fir- over his first two seasons before he really started getting more of everyday playing time. If you combine those first two years, the statistics are almost identical for Quan's projection for the rest of the season. Assuming he plays another 30 games or whatever, you know, those numbers are almost identical. And then you have to imagine that Quan takes a step, improves, you know, learns, you know, learns the pitching a little bit more. The hits go up and all that stuff. I'm not saying that Stephen Kwan is going to have a Tony Gwynn like career, but I'm not saying like he won't what you're saying. either. I mean, <laughs> if it's yeah. if it's sixty to seventy percent of it, it, a Tony based Gwynn on these career, numbers, again, based on these numbers, I'd say he's probably closer to eighty percent there. So I mean, sixty yeah. would be a, a a regression of of. A decent portion or a decent amount. Um, I, I think we could see a 75% version of, of Tony Gwynn and, and Stephen Kwan. And I think had someone yeah. come up to us at the beginning of, of spring training this year and go, there's a kid in your camp who will be 75% of Tony Gwynn when his career is all said and done. Like, <laughs> yeah. and I would say, it's like, I would say that's weird. Yeah, Jose Ramirez is a kid. kid. But okay. I mean, again, let, let, let's not let's not. Put, yeah, what a revelation! Just like what what a Bobby yeah, Bradley. Say, let's not put the cart before season, the horse. Then. I mean, because we've seen it before with some of our rookies who have come up. You know, uh, Jody Garrett years ago had an amazing yeah. rookie season, and then injuries derailed him. Uh, Oscar Mercado, you know, great rookie totally. season, and then couldn't hit his way out of a brown paper bag. Um, you know. Yeah, but the, to- the, the, tools, the tools are there. Kwan He's got elite there tools. to where. Um, mm-hmm. And defensively, he's awesome. And defensively. So easily. Again, you know, it's just one of those things that let's, let's not put the cart before the horse, but at the same time, like this is going to be something really fun. I think to watch over the next, Decade. Oh my God. I'm so excited for the next eight so. years of this team. Oh yeah. I, I mean, Hey, look, what a way to end this episode by we basically have, just yeah. saying we've We're got the next record. Tony Gwynn here. <laughs> it's making this proclamation. Yeah. That, that is, that in, in mid August of uh, 2022, uh, after a hundred some games in the bigs, we might Stephen Kwan, and we might even be lucky to see this future, uh, this future Tony Gwynn clone even finish in the top three in the American League Rookie of the Year voting this year. I, there's a, there's a there's a world that I like to live in that 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 happens. I just don't know if it's gonna. Mm-hmm. The thing that the thing that gets me real quick before we go, the thing that gets me about the AL Rookie of the Year shit is like uh, Julio Rodriguez with the Mariners certainly does would yeah. probably deserve the, the award. But like this, like weird thing about Adley Rutschman all of a sudden, and it's like, dude just got here. 
I that's that's like so weird to me that like oh it's just like oh well now he's gonna get votes and it's just like well hasn't he only played like thirty games? It's kind right. of like I don't know. Maybe that's just like a gripe. No, I, 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 I like Anthony it, a lot. I'm just like what a weird. I think because the Orioles were so, what they've done has been so unexpected. I think the media is now glamming onto sure. them. When it's it's hilarious if you look at some of these power rankings, I've been seeing power rankings the last like week where Baltimore's ahead of us by like three or four spots, and I'm like, really? So strange. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. ESPN had our playoff um, percentage changes at like sixteen percent. That's weird. And say, oh cool. Are you? Are you? Did you remove the records and not look at like upcoming schedules? Of course I did. Of course, the usual. Meanwhile, meanwhile, baseball reference has this like, like, what did I put in the note? 65% nearly. Like, yeah, 65%. Oh, that That goes all over the place. Which is awesome. Yeah, it's it's, it's like watching the stock market. (laughs) It's like. I love getting it up. I love seeing that in the morning, like whatever freaky number it is. Adley Rutschman has played 67 games. He's hitting 246, 356 on base, 125 OPS plus, 37 walks uh, to 48 strikeouts. That's crazy. Um, in 200, so in 232 at bats, he's already got 37 walks. Damn. So, uh, 30, it's yeah. like 100 walk potential. There was another name. There was another name in the AL. Okay. Well, uh, I, again. Rookie of the Year contention, but I, I, I'm trying to blank right now. Um, yeah, you are correct. Uh, let me see if I can find it really quick. Oh, Bobby Witt, yeah, Jr., Jeremy Pena, Jose Miranda. Yeah, I mean, hey, I would love, I would There's love some pretty good ones. Um, it is in the top three. Um, but uh, Lewis from the Mariners, he just got uh, designated for assignment. He won it what back in like nineteen, I think. Yeah. Oh, Kyle Lewis. Or yeah, yeah he did. Yeah, he or, two, yeah you're right. So, yeah. It's uh, I guess what I'm saying with that in that regard is Crazy. uh, it's yeah, life, life comes, comes at, at you fast. fast. Uh, don't it rest does. on the laurels of winning Rookie of the Year. Um, it would be cool, though. No, I believe, though, the Guardians get a draft pick. I think Stephen Kwan, if he finishes in top three, they get a draft pick. Allegedly. Oh, nice. For some reason. That's news to me. I know that they were, like, making some, like, incentives. Uh. Uh. Hold on. Uh, let's see here. Um. This blah blah blah. So Stephen Kwan finishes top three in the rookie of the year. The Guardians get an extra draft pick, and with his continued, there was I don't some, know why. I would say it's in the new CBA. It's there in the like new CBA. Those, like, oh, it's in the new CBA. Those, like, uh, pr- yeah, promote rookies. It's and to like, promote rookies, uh, boosting um, the mid market teams and and spending and all of that. Yeah, yeah. It was one of those incentives. That's right. I forgot about that. Yeah. So like. So if so if you break camp or bring up a guy early to not do the service manipulation and he finishes in the top three of the rookie of the year voting, yeah, you get you get okay. incentive. So does Bo do Naylor That's cool. spend like forgot about that. ten days in Columbus to start the season next year and then get brought up? Right on. Exactly. Exactly. That's why they got I mean, that's why like the Guardians, the Guardians are probably just like, let's dominate it and one year get all three and we just get three extra <laughs> right. draft That picks. would be some serious. <laughs> and they would be like the cornerstones of a rotation in like that 2020. That would be serious like <laughs> yeah. 3D chess moves right there, man. I, I would I would love it. Yeah. Hey, let's manipulate that CBA, hey. baby. I mean. All right. Yeah, I was going to say, why, why not? not? Why not us? That can be interpreted for a lot of different things we've Let's just go on touched a nice, on like, today. Yeah, 
Let's go on like a nice 25 year golden run. Oh my just God. Good yes. baseball. Six World Series. Oh, give me it. And then our poor kids will remember no. like barely any of no, it. No, I'm going to stuck I'll, with I'll like put the all worst. those those World Series on digital or VHS, whatever, you know, Betamax. I don't know. Oh, yeah. I'll figure it out later. Um, and I'll make them watch it. Okay. When, like on their like seventh birthday, like I'll yeah. just have them sit and be like, open up their eyes with those those surgical eye thingy bobbers and uh <laughs> mm-hmm. yeah, yeah really yeah, clockwork that, orange I mean, yeah okay or like yeah. bird box where you hold them and like keep their eyes open <laughs> because like, their tears are streaming yeah. <laughs> you were four years old when this happened do you remember it <laughs> yes dad <laughs> no no i don't uh, all right. Well, uh, kid, child torture aside, uh, for a good child torture for a good cause. Um, we'll, uh, I guess we'll wrap it up there. Um, uh, let's see when we come back at you, the, let's see, the, what, Sox, what is the weekend yeah. series against the White Sox? I believe. Hopefully the White Sox yeah. stop so, beating the Astros. The fun keeps on rolling and then lose. Yeah. White yeah. Sox are on a bit of a roll. So yeah. hopefully they spend it all now. Yeah. Yeah. Take a couple on the chin against. We'll see. But in the meantime, uh, you can catch us on social media at Calpino pod. You can uh, rate review, subscribe, please, because that would be very helpful either on Spotify or Apple. I've, I've seen some reviews starting mm-hmm. trickling on Spotify. Um, nice. So please do that. Cause it certainly helps. And uh, in the meantime, we'll catch you guys later. <laughs>